0: Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's check out some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 17, dated April 25th. From the news page. A ballot measure on Mirror Pond? Ben Mann works toward a public vote to block city funds for dredging with stipulations. By Chris Miller. What to do with Mirror Pond, the body of water that sits behind the 110 year old Newport Dam on the Deschutes River, might be one of the most contentious topics for Benditos in recent memory. Many people living near the pond, and some that own businesses that overlook it, want the City of Bend and the Bend Park and Recreation District to help fund the over $6 million project to remove silt from the river's bottom. Some of those same people see the pond as iconic and want it preserved through dredging. Others favor a do-nothing approach. Still, others want to see the dam removed and the river put back to its free-flowing days. But that might not be possible since Pacific Corp., which owns the dam and sells its hydropower to nearby Pacific Power customers, decided in 2016 to keep the dam intact for an unforeseen amount of time. This leaves the pond in flux and has set off countless public meetings, Private meetings between Mirror Pond Solutions, the group that owns the ground under the pond, and BPRD. On Monday, the Bend City Council had a listening session, yet another public meeting, where dozens of people came to speak up for their side. Last week, Spencer Dahl, who lives a few blocks from the pond, filed paperwork to get a measure on the ballot this November, which would prohibit the city from contributing to the dredging project, unless Pacific Corp commits to keeping the dam and the pond in place for at least five years. According to Ann Arendt, the City of Bend's communications director, the city recorder has certified Dahl's petition, and the city attorney's office has prepared the ballot title. It's the source's bike issue this week. Find plenty of bike-friendly stories for young and old, including this one. Got gravel? Biking's hottest trend gets riders off the streets and dares to go where only mountain bikes used to tread. By Chris Miller. It used to be that if you wanted to ride bikes on gravel roads into the backcountry, you either went out and got a motorized dirt bike and held on for dear life, or you got a mountain bike. But about five or six years ago, depending on who you ask, and coupled with the invention of disc brakes, people started putting fatter, more off-road-friendly tires on their road bikes. The gravel bike was born. Central Oregonian Linda English, a.k.a. Gravel Girl, started Dirty Freehub, a website dedicated to sharing the passion for high-quality gravel rides, with her husband Kevin English in 2014. She said she and Kevin got into gravel riding after both of them busted themselves up mountain biking. They wanted to keep riding but didn't want to ride in traffic either. It makes a lot of sense, especially in Bend, Linda English said of gravel riding. Where our town is growing, you know, more traffic and trying to get cyclists out of the traffic is such a big thing. Linda English said gravel biking has opened up roads and routes that were previously for cars or other forms of transportation. Also, the camaraderie of riding gravel routes is better than mountain biking, because you can spread out and talk to your fellow riders instead of being single file. It opens up so much more terrain, it's social, and it has a larger sense of adventure, meaning that you can get into the backcountry, Kevin English said. Susan Connor, co-owner and president of Sunnyside Sports, which sells and rents gravel bikes, said over the last few years, gravel bikes have made up 70% of their road bike sales. From Kraft, our drinks column. Gomper's Distillery Grand Opening The first distillery in Redmond is a throwback to the 1920s, by Lisa Seip. When your grandfather survives the Holocaust and goes on to be a badass baker to the who's who of Hollywood stars, including Tom Jones and David Bowie, what do you do? Don't be ordinary, said Gomper's distillery owner, Jessica Hart. It's the motto we live by. She and her husband, Michael, have honored Herman Gompers by developing unique spirits at a distillery in his name. Gompers Gin is made with hand-picked Oregon juniper berries with notes of golden pear and lavender. Unlike most gins that make your lips pucker if you try to drink them neat, Gompers Gin is smooth. Grab your flapper dress and tux because everyone is invited to a grand opening prohibition party on Saturday, April 27th. Guests can play craps, blackjack, and roulette. With proceeds going to Warfighter Outfitters, a nonprofit benefiting veterans. For more on these stories and more, pick up this week's copy of The Source Weekly for free. Or visit BensOurce.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Cascades Reader, along with a link to this podcast. We'll see you back next week for another edition of the Source Weekly Update. I'm Sam Scholl.